0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
1: This is, is getting rounds for sure. And it's um,
2: making headlines. I shooting. am
1: so surprised. Earlier this morning, I saw a couple of articles, like one from the actual location, the, c- the community. And, uh... I was like, "All right, well, this is going to get swept under the rug." This, That's what this, I figured. This doesn't uh, help the narrative, right. the gun, the gun grabbing narrative. But I'm very happy that I just did a Google search, and everyone's it's out there. this guy is a hero. There was a, there was a there was an incident. Yep, it could, Ma- it, mass it, shooting. It, it could have. It could have. Well, because there was more than three, and, mm-hmm. and the rules are the statistics say three three sh- shootings in, a, in an incident equate to a mass shooting this was one but it could have been real bad so three yeah. three were sh- were killed sadly two were injured a shopping uh, mall this guy got taken out like within 10 seconds because was there that, w-
2: is it that was it that fast wow
1: uh because there was a guy who was just doing his going around doing his thing and he happened to be carrying so i don't know how you pronounce this guy's name uh i i'm just i'm just going to call him eli yeah
2: it's That's spelled e-l-i-s-j-s-h-a e- L- I- S- it's very strange I'm gonna call. i
1: from now on. I'm referring to him as Babyface Eli. It sounds like Elijah. It Possibly, does. It does. Yeah. It does.
2: Uh, Elijah Dickin, 22 years old, and he he does look very young, very kind of Kyle uh, Rittenhouse uh, age. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, he was in the mall, and he was armed, and he took this shooter down. Apparently,
1: from was it 40 yards away? According to the Greenwood Police Chief James Isund, Dickin was shopping at the mall with his girlfriend. At 5.57 p.m., less than two minutes after the gunfire began, two minutes, Dickon engaged with the gunman. Quote, I will say his actions were nothing short of heroic. Mm-hmm. He engaged the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun, Ison said. He was very tactically sound, and as he moved to close in on the subject, he was also motioning for people to exit behind him. He had no police training and no military background.
0: Well, thank goodness, if he had police training, he would have missed 7-on-10 instead of hitting.
1: Wildly into a crowd <laughs> or something. There would have been more casualties. Uh, Eisen, uh, Eisen said Dixon's first shot at the gunman was from 40 to 50 yards away, and it appeared wow. the very sh- the very first shot hit the gunman. Amazing. Dixon was able to hit the gunman with additional rounds as well. Is he dead? Is the gunman Oh, yeah, he's dead. dead. Okay. okay. Yeah, seven bullets will do that. <laughs> Most of the time... Well, I think this is yeah, this is 9 mm so if it's if you're not hitting if you're not, if you're not hitting vital organs then yeah, you could walk away from well, uh, crawl away from that anyways. Dickin was carrying a 9 mm Glock according to Eisen. After confirming the shooter was no longer a threat, Dickin approached mall security and cooperated with officers according to Eisen. He was handcuffed <laughs> and questioned by officers but released upon verification of his actions hmm. via surveillance okay. video. All right. In Indiana, beginning July 1st, guess what? It just happened. Carrying a handgun no longer required a permit.
0: How uh, did the shooter get in there with rifles in the first place? You said he came one. out of the bathroom?
1: He was in the bathroom for an up to an hour. Prepping, I guess. Assembling As, things or whatever. He, I, I, how did they is,
0: not notice good... him walk in with two
2: rifles? Maybe he had them dissembled.
1: Yep. Ah, uh, okay. and a ba- in a and backpack. backpack. So, yeah, two rifles and a handgun, and it uh, took him a little while to figure him out. Yeah, I mean,
2: there's there's definitely no security at a mall, right? So right. you just walk in, and there you course,
1: okay. And of course, as Ian mentioned in the last segment, the, the mall did come out, and uh, they, you know... You know, they
2: lauded the the man yep. and ignored the fact they are a gun free zone. Ignored their weapons restriction policy.
1: Yeah, I man. We'll see where that we'll see what where that transforms mm-hmm. into the ne- in the next few weeks. Whether they you know fall back, maybe take their stupid gun free signs down.
0: I don't think they'll do that, but no, it I sounds doubt. like it's it sounds like it's a a permission to cheat basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I mean, if you have a concealed weapon and you need that concealed weapon inside their properties they're not going to seek any action against you for using it.
1: Well, here's a a question for you listeners out there. Uh, How many of you work for something, I don't know, like Uber or you're a bus driver or whatnot, and you aren't allowed via your job description to carry? And you do Mm -hmm. because because you do do it anyways, and you end up having to use it one day, Mm -hmm. uh, and you get fired. Can I tell you one rule that gets broken in the grocery store like every day I'm in there that pisses me off no wind? The people bring in their dogs in there with them and they're not service animals mm. they're just straight up a dog in the in the <laughs> shopping this, in why? the shopping basket
0: why does this make you angry okay oh, well, i, I understand oh, oh my stupid. dog
1: my dog just went my dog would never piddle on anything mm-hmm. i've i was in home depot, I was home depot a couple of months ago i was in home depot a couple months ago and i swear to god this dog pissed uh marked a little small little markets territory piss not mm-hmm. a not a full out yep. you know stream it went. It went down an aisle. Mm-hmm. while the and the customer wasn't even customer was looking off in the distance, looking at something Wait, they else. They
2: didn't even have control of the dog. It was on
1: a leash, but the dog pissed on every single pallet. <laughs> With merchandise on these, how pallets. long was this leash? The customer wasn't walking with it was, the dog? It was a, it was yeah, yeah. It, the customer was walking with the dog. So not they were even, standing
2: right there, noticing the dog peeing. I don't
1: things. think that I don't think they noticed, or maybe they, or maybe they did. Maybe it's the same kind oh of, my God. maybe the same kind of human being that will allow their dogs to piss on your mailbox. <laughs>
0: were, were you planning on purchasing any of this merchandise? This is all wrapped don't? up.
1: They hadn't even unloaded it yet. They still had the plastic on it. Hold on. So, so, really so, upset no. so, about, so, so what do you care? Oh, you didn't you, have to. Whoa, clean, whoa, whoa! Hold on. I, there might be something on there. You that, didn't have to clean it up. And I've worked in a grocery store before, and I've had to clean you up can after animals. With no, people. forget it. And especially, but it's but oh my god! Especially <laughs> grocery stores where there's food. And I would say overwhelmingly, the response that I see uh, has been very positive, and mm. I think a lot of people are waking up to this to these good Samaritans, these heroes, and the, and the reason why we why gun why the why the gun grabbers are wrong here's a here's a here's a prime example uh tweet from uh, the uh, bloomington traffic anchor uh, murrow murrow award-winning journalist justin kohler was flabbergasted by the chief's f- framing calling him a hero of mm-hmm. course calling him a samaritan he expressed his his dismay in a tweet the term good samaritan came from a bible passage of a man from samaria who stopped on the side of the road to help a man. I cannot believe we live in a world where the term could equally apply to someone killing someone. My God. (laughs) Killing a murderer. I know, right? In the
0: act of committing murder, mass murder. What else would a good Samaritan do in that uh, stop to tend the wounds of the dying? It's very similar to the Buddhist parable of the the guy who gets shot by an arrow. And he, he wants, you know, the... He wants his general or whatever to chase down the guy who shot him and get revenge, and he's like, well, I could do that, or I could remove the arrow. And
1: help (laughs) you out. He followed the tweet up with, It's against the Simon Mall's code of conduct for anyone to carry a weapon inside Mm -hmm. the mall. Mm -hmm. However, Greenwood police are thankful that the man was.
0: Well, he didn't violate any laws. By the way, we have
1: some comments in our own uh, YouTube comments where someone made the exact same argument. I don't know if they're trolling. The chat room says that the, there's actual signs on the do- on the mall doors that, that have they very obviously gun-free posters. I, I
2: would not take your libertarian card away from you for showing up and with that, you know, without following the rules. The only issue I would have would be as if I told you personally right. about it and then you continued to violate I would then tell you you're not welcome back here. Can I, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm
1: going to equate this, this walking into your house with shoes on. And it, and I know that it's the rule against mm-hmm. or maybe there's not a rule. Maybe it's just maybe it's just suggested. And I would be a good I would be a bad human being if I walked in Ian's house and the shoes on because mm. it's because I'm Rick James. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, the shopping, the shopping cart scenario, the people who don't take the shopping shopping cart back.
3: You there's
0: you mean, there's know, not even a sign that says you have to take it there back. There is none. You're talking about to the
1: pen, where they to have the, the pens? Pen. I don't need the sign to know, it, in order to be a good human being, Sometimes I, I need to take the stupid, stupid shopping cart back.
2: Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. If it's close enough, fine, I'll do it. But if it's a couple aisles away or whatever, I'm just going to leave the cart where it's at. And... And I say this as someone who has collected carts in Indiana. Right, 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 right. Uh, you know, I worked for Kmart
1: in Florida. I have as well. It didn't bother me. Because you're getting, it's, it's job just, security.
2: Yeah, I just get to go <laughs> further
0: and I get to spend more time outside the store and collect more carts.
2: It's I didn't job give a security.
0: Damn. To back up what the Twitch chatter said about this being illegal in Indiana, I, he may be correct because when Mississippi passed its constitutional Casil carry, it, it did include within the law something that allowed property owners to put up just the simple sign that said, you know, you, you couldn't carry a gun within their premises or mm-hmm. whatever. And that did make it illegal for people to do so. Really? Yes.
2: Well, they didn't enforce it.
0: Yeah. They and, didn't enforce it in Mississippi either. Because, I mean, how do you know if someone's concealed carrying in the first place? Well, right?
2: they, they knew in this case, right. and they could have charged him if this was actually a, a violation of the law. But right. they didn't. And Can in you this imagine case, the...
0: arresting and charging this guy? Hey, you, how dare you save these people's lives? That probably would so, would
1: happen if it was New York City. Think of think of what they were trying to throw at Kyle Rittenhouse, of him crossing state lines mm-hmm. and the whole nine and him being underage and the whole nine. They, they were throwing, trying to throw the book at him and get anything to stick. So yeah, I absolutely, I, I absolutely believe. I don't want
0: to compare the Cal Rittenhouse to this guy though.
1: I th- I think there are some similarities, especially with the age and the uh, uh, the fact that they were. Well, Kyle really. Well, was was Kyle in a gun free zone? Uh, everyone else was seen to be carrying. Maybe that would be a no, good I don't question think to
2: that ask. Factored into that case.
0: Cal wanted to be a cop. I mean that that was his whole thing there. He he wanted to be a cop and he successfully, you know, policed This this the, guy probably Eli
1: probably wants to be too. He looks kind of copish, kind of like cop light like He was just
0: there with his girlfriend though. He he wasn't there to police them all. He wasn't m- moonlighting as a as an unpaid security guard or anything mm-hmm. like that like how like Rittenhouse was doing that night. He was just there.
3: Yeah, the
2: circumstances are pretty different.
0: Lily from- is running as a libertarian?
2: No. Uh she's running as a Republican. Yep. But and, she is, and a they didn't mention her. Apparently not. That's bizarre. Because
1: yeah. she's anti-commie,
2: just like and in she, the same way she, they didn't talk about Ron Paul when he ran and got like yeah, third place point. or whatever, second place in the vote on Fox News, and they just left the third place guy they out. They sure she did. Is, man. She is
1: super, super pro-gun, and she's super anti-communist. I'm mm-hmm. familiar with. That. I just yeah.
0: wasn't sure what party banner she was running under.
1: Yeah, she's an interesting uh, character.
2: Another interesting character. Another uh, free stater running for Anti- a big lizard. Hmm?
1: anti-lizard. Anti-lizard. At Kaufman, oh for, uh, uh, for, for Senate, about, a, a Senate though right he's
2: interesting as well in fact he's gonna he's got a cool bunch of ads that he's been doing but he's actually running as a libertarian I was going to tell you about Bruce Fenton uh who's running for US Senate he, de- isn't is is he a dealership guy no there's out there's a you think of the car dealership chain out here yeah there
1: there is a Fenton no no, no relation no relation okay this,
2: this guy is a free Stater he moved here as part of the free State project he moved up from the Boston area he's the creator of the uh cryptocurrency called raven coin uh so he's a real doer mover and a shaker in the in the world of crypto and he put 85 bitcoin of his own bitcoin into this race hey daily Digest listeners this is Riley blake i enjoy free talk live and i know you do too but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy so i produce the daily digest I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you.
3: And you made a great point about carrying a gun, you know, just like if you're going to nullify on a jury you don't go into jury duty telling everyone oh by the way I'm gonna nullify this it's a law stupid you just keep that in your pocket mm-hmm. and uh, you pull that out if if the situation calls for it just like a gun you know yeah. um, and as far as shopping carts go uh, I'm really lucky to work in a short at a store called Ross Drust for lust it's like a, a nice discount store sure. and they have a neat they have a really neat policy like I love working there one reason is is that you don't have to go collect the carts because they have this long pole on them that if you try to leave with the cart, it'll, like, bump the top of the door. And so people can't take the carts out. I mean, they could oh. if they really wanted to. <laughs> you can't even. What you're saying is you can't even
2: leave the store with the cart. How do you get yeah, your groceries have, to your car, though? It's a clothing
0: store. How oh. do you get your clothing to your car?
3: Oh, you can pull Like, if you buy, uh, like, a large piece of furniture or a really big rug or something, you just pull up to the door, and uh, we help you load it. And then you drive off.
1: You know who you know so, who does it right, right? Hmm. Aldi. Aldi. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. a system where you insert a quarter into yep. the cart itself, and you unlock it, and you you can use the cart anywhere you it, basically anywhere you want.
3: So you're complaining about the do- the dogs like messing up. I've never had to clean up after a dog. I have. Store, and I've worked there for years but i have had to clean up after people people will oh. throw up on the floor people will not flush the toilet oh, they will smear stuff it will splatter everywhere it's oh, disgusting. it reminds me of this meme that's that enough description thank you i've heard <laughs> the stories <laughs> yeah. by
2: the way uh, having uh, known plenty of people over my time that I, luckily i didn't have to clean the the bathrooms when i was in retail but having known you know girlfriends or whatever that have and they always say the women's bathrooms
1: yeah, are the worst what's up with that what's up with that
3: um, i i don't know man it's gross people i, I won't even go into it but um, yes, please don't
1: is it some kind ask- of reverse projecting where they they spend their all their days cleaning their own bathrooms and having it all tidy and neat I don't and know. then they go out into public and they're know. like screw this place i take it and they take good, it out on the bathrooms I've
2: never heard a good that's explanation good. besides the fact that women do the hovering thing and maybe that's a factor but uh, I, don't, I don't know is this what you know like Arya says we can't get too detailed uh you know gory with the details on this but is that been your experience have you had to clean the men's restroom at Ross versus the women's restroom? And have you found the women's restroom is worse?
3: Uh, I never had to clean the men's restroom, okay. but the women's restroom can be really bad. Yep. And I just uh oh, they'll sometimes people use the bathroom in the sitting rooms as well. They'll just use the sitting room as a bath. It's disgusting. Oh because my God. So sick,
1: well, I can tell you one thing about dog people, uh, nasty dogs, dogs, ag- aggressive dogs and uh, biting dogs. Uh, I've been bitten once. And at least two of two other of my coworkers have also been been in the last twelve months. You uh, work for the post office. I work for the post office. Uh, the one thing that every single one of these are, and I've dealt with a lot of aggressive dogs, like every every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them are these dogs that I've never seen. They're either new dogs or they're taking care of someone else's dog, or it's just a dog that's just been in the backyard and they just mm. let them out mm. one day. And the one thing I can say that all of these customers with aggressive, nasty dog biters are biting dogs they have in common is they never ever apologize or even admit when you've i've been bitten and the customers didn't even say sorry wow and they were there they saw it they saw it i saw it happen uh and this has happened to and i asked it of my the uh, the last girl that got bit the owners wouldn't even admit they tried to say that she was lying she said they're bleeding down her leg and the cops got involved and they they would not admit that their dog bit her and they never and they have never apologized guess who's not getting packages by the way right Trashy, trashy customers. Not a, there's not a whole lot of you guys out there. You're, you're not listening to this show. I know. Good people. So what listen do you do when that
0: happens? Like uh, you stop delivering their packages and make yep. them go pick them up from the yep. post office?
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: That's fair. According to Military Times, sir, a survey raises serious questions about the future of the all volunteer force, and that was why I clicked this article because it makes it sound like oh, they they They'll bring back the draft. The, yes. The results of a new survey, but that won't fix the problems that they're dealing with, I don't think. The results of a new survey of military and veterans and spouses, including details on financial difficulties, raise concerns about the future of the military, said the executive director of the organization that conducted the survey. Fewer military veterans and spouses are likely to recommend military service, according to the findings... And the reasons are related to their own well-being. At the end of the day, families are having a hard time making ends meet, and that's wow. affecting their overall well-being. Yeah. The lady you know, said. you know,
1: not to mention, I think I think some people are starting to think World War III might be right around the corner, and this is probably a really bad time to be in the military. Well, yeah. Whereas, well, whereas, whereas is there ever twenty, a good whereas time? twenty, well, yeah, twenty years ago, when you're paying off your college your college debt, and the military is promising twenty years to ago it. that
0: they got shipped off to Afghanistan and Iraq, and you know. Like the the, stu- the one National Guard troop out of Illinois, I believe, the Army Reserve crew, uh, they were supposed to stay there for 365 days to qualify for their college scholarship or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were brought back on day 364. <laughs> and the, the government repeatedly did this. So, so 20 years ago was not a good time to join the military. Heard,
1: I've never heard anything they like this. They all screwed over. I would have heard these horror stories. Well, our military is spending more than what? The whole rest of the world combined, military-wise? That's been the the case for a long, long time, though. Yeah. Well, what other
2: I- troubles are they running into, Aria, that you wanted to share here?
0: Well, according to Shannon Razadin, who is the president of the Military Family Advisor Network, which is the place that did the, su- sur- uh, the survey, we see the connection between well-being and loneliness, well-being and housing, well-being and food security. When you layer that on the top of the fact that fewer people are likely to recommend military service, it paints a very clear picture of concern relating to the future. This is the fourth survey they've done, and evidently, the number of people who would recommend military life has fallen from 74% to 62% in 2021. Still too many. Yeah, they didn't give a lot of really boring numbers, but she talks about how it was troubling uh, Troubling. Uh, It's just the fact that families don't like the military life and how it feels for them. Based on their answers, the reasons were related to frequent separations and the fact that military life is not conducive to family life. Mm. How bizarre. Mm Mm-hmm. Noting that the fact that the survey was conducted on the heels of the U.S. military's exit from Afghanistan didn't show up in the
1: findings. In well, I know that
2: uh, Bonnie, my girlfriend, uh, she was grew up what they call an
1: army brat, I guess. Yep. Kids in the you know parents. Yeah, in, in that the makes sense. I put the, I put two and two together. I see that.
4: Back uh, in it was probably two thousand five, two thousand six, with the uh, Bush uh, military authorization bill. They slipped in there that uh, two. That you had to, if you took federal money, which every school does, uh, you had to allow the recruiters to go and talk to your classes. I think it was down to the, the seventh grade. Yep. And, uh, Jeez. You had to do that. Uh, and uh, the, the American people, we fought like hell for months and months trying to get it taken out, but, uh, it, st- it stayed. So every kid gets in, indoctrinated by, yep. uh, the guy in the uniform. And a couple more things. Uh, uh, you know, all the, all the, uh, casualties in Iraq and Afghanistan, mm-hmm. I think it was over 40% of those were from uh, National Guard. Remember when they were, they were pulling up people from every National Guard unit in the country? Yep. Uh, to, yeah, because before they before uh, we went into Af- uh, Iraq, there was a head honcho in the military going before Congress, and he said, we don't have the uh, troops. You know, we've, we've got like 90,000 people in Afghanistan right now, and to go into Iraq, we're going to need so many. You know, two hundred thousand more troops, and they they basically got rid of them because he said that, and uh, that's when they started just bringing people in from the National Guard.
2: The weekend and, uh,
1: warriors. Yep. Yep.
4: And one more thing, uh, I know two people that signed up so they could get their citizenship. One was a Vietnamese Vietnamese guy that hit my wife's nails. The mm-hmm. other guy was a Guatemalan guy that was a tire jockey, and uh, they got killed.
5: Did you know that Iran? Iran's gonna help. Russians with uh, launching out uh, drones from from their side to um, launch drones to shoot at the Ukrainians.
0: All right. Okay. So, are
5: you guys surprised with the Iranians? Because I was watching the um, the Rick Steves travel shows, like I do, and it turns out that their oil was nationalized for maybe a decade or so. So so nationalized means socialized, which means Mm -hmm. communism. Whose
2: oil? Iran?
5: Yeah, that's that's right. Wasn't there a I forgot his name, there was a prince that was selling selling his the Iranian oils to the So wait, it's not
2: nationalized now, but it was in the past?
5: Um yes it was. So Does Iran have princes? I
0: thought they had the Ayatollah and the president.
2: Not sure. I
5: mean, was it that guy that that prince, (laughs) that guy, and then that, um, and then and then what happens? And then um, he had business with the U.S. oil companies, and they got, and then he lived high off the hog. What the hell are you talking
1: about, Sarah? (laughs) No idea. That guy with the thing on
5: his head.
0: (laughs) I think she's talking about the Saudi Arabian royal family, which does have princes and stuff like that.
5: I was just thinking one of the flies in the ointment that the government's got right now with this recruiting concept of theirs is uh, they're talking to young men that they expect to be warriors, and they're telling them that they got to listen to Tickle Me Elmo and take the Fauci And if they're paying any kind of attention at all, they're hearing these horror stories about guys that are getting run out of the military with you know a year or two left on their hitch, and they're losing their entire pension. It's not like the government's trying to be fair and offer them you know, a, an adequate percentage for the time of the contract they fulfilled. How, oh, of course they're, not. They're themselves untrustworthy once again.
2: Of course, that's how they do it. And it's amazing that anybody continues to, uh, to join, but as Conan pointed out, they've got a grip on Hollywood, so there's propaganda that has just been pumped into americans heads for decades generations upon generations about this uh this military and maybe we're starting to see that break at this point but they still do have a real grip on the american populace yeah which, just
1: look at that look at that polling data from yeah, last week it where more than it's, 60%. it's still like almost 70 percent mm-hmm. of people still are in they favor of the military not the police so much But yeah, it's because... police were up there, too. Yeah, but you you don't have the police... Usually you don't have a police table. uh, Did you guys ever have recruitment... Not recruitment day, but uh, what is it? Job uh, fair. Job fair at the schools. uh, Is the police usually there? So here's the story from the Denver
2: Gazette. More states may legalize psychedelic mushrooms. Alex Jones... Not the one you're thinking of. Oh. <laughs>
1: That's says, too
2: bad. Says the female They're Alex Jones. They're putting chemicals in the
1: water that are turning the frogs gay.
2: Alex Jones needs to take some mushrooms. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh
1: so he needs to stop drinking alcohol and yeah. take something a little on the other side Absolutely. of the equation. He
2: sa- uh, She says a trip in Jamaica saved her life. Not a trip to Jamaica, a hallucinogenic trip in Jamaica. Severe depression had descended on Ms. Jones at age 10. And stayed there relentlessly for the next two decades. She couldn't work, couldn't bear the sight of herself in the mirror, and for days on end could barely lift herself off her couch. The temptation to end it all was always at the periphery. You know, you got to wonder, why does somebody just have depression descend on you at age 10? Her parents, were they they divorcing? What was it in her life that, you know, led her to this? School could be, could be. the Bull- pressures of school. Yeah, yeah. That's a it also sounds
0: like she could be one of the rare cases that, like, j- just legitimately has a chemical imbalance.
2: Joan said, I felt like I was the walking dead. She's now 34 years old. She that endured- would be the antidepressants that were doing that. She endured hours of talk therapy and rotated through 30. Different drug regimens. She did light therapy, dark therapy, an experimental care, a ketamine nasal spray, and then a ketamine infusion. She underwent rounds of electroconvulsive therapy and sleep deprivation. She submitted to tr- trans- transcranial magnetic stimulation, where she wore a big helmet. That e- sounds
0: familiar. With- is that the thing that Mark did in Texas? I don't know.
2: It used to be that if you wanted to do ayahuasca, for instance, which is a it's not the same as mushrooms obviously but it's a it's another way to uh, to trip and and address some of the issues that uh, that you might have internally. It's a very long trip, from what I understand. I've never done ayahuasca. I have done DMT, which is the short-acting version that you would uh, use—you would uh, inhale, for instance. Uh, But ayahuasca is generally brewed as a tea, and it's going to go for like I don't know, 24 hours or something crazy like that. It's a really long trip. (laughs) That is a
0: long trip.
2: So you have to be willing to spend the time, but you also would have to like fly down to the Amazon jungle and like go to some sort of a medicine man, or you know, go trek for a ways. So they've started to put these these experiences into resorts where people can just go and, you know, spend $2,000, go to some posh resort in Jamaica and take their trip there. And then when they're done, they can go, you know, go to bed in their nice uh, king bed room at this uh, fancy resort. If
1: you have the money to go on one of these trips, Mm -hmm. then I'm thinking that there might be something because if you're if you have the money from your workplace, I think you're probably working too much and maybe you should just work less hours and that might you know work on your depression a little bit or I don't think or so, maybe dude. you're some ri- you're some rich you're some richer uh, the
2: last thing you want to tell somebody with depression from those who i've known who is have to not had work is to not work because then they're just going to be at home and they're going to be worse
1: i did look up light and dark therapy oh, okay uh, they kind of they kind of make sense except light therapy is basically we have your your winter white Lamp, the
2: vitamin D lamps, or whatever. oh, yeah,
1: it is, and it, it cures, uh, you know, especially uh, not vitamin D deficient, but the seasonal affective uh, disorder. disorder. And I, but which is something I get by the way, oh, really? Like come come February rolling around, mm-hmm. I just I've had enough, and I think a lot huh. of people are in that same boat where it's just never bothered. Is me. that
0: really a disorder that's just like I'm sick of being cold, right? I mean, no,
1: no, 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 not, no, no, it's, no. It's, it's, I'm talking a, about the darkness,
2: it's a depression thing for people get from not
1: getting enough vitamin
2: D, supposedly.
1: Okay. From a light, um, from a good and I'm light from source.
2: Florida. I've never had this experience. To me, like, you, so you get it too. Whatever. No, I don't. This I'm is just,
1: so. That, yeah, this is my first time. I don't uh, get experiencing seasonal it.
2: affective disorder. It doesn't bother me.
1: Well, I get it like one month a year. Okay, February. Be I've been here but, only uh, about
0: four years at this point, but I've never experienced no,
1: that. But the dark therapy is this is the strange one to me. It's actually. Uh, you sit in the dark, sitting, the, sitting your pace patient in the darkness for a for pro- prolonged period of time, however long it takes. That's a
0: good meditative to, experience. So I- basically mm. it
1: supports the circadian rhythms and it's actually doing it's a form of dark therapy is to block blue wavelength lights to stop the disintegration of melatonin. Mm. And I guess it's good for headaches, chronic fatigue syndrome and insomnia.